Hi, I'm Erin Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet Podcast. I'm excited to introduce you to Michael DeLon. Did I say that correctly? You did say it correctly, Erin. One for Erin. I, I always say it helps growing up with people from 22 different countries in the city of Chicago because it made us good at pronouncing things. But there you go. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here today because here's the thing. I have a degree in journalism, so I'm a bit of a writer. So I love talking to people in that industry. So before we jump in all that, um, why don't you give everybody a little more formal introduction to who you are and what you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let me dive into what I do. Then we're going to back up all the way to the beginning. Okay. Awesome. Love a good origin story. That's right. So we turn experts into authors who turn their book into clients. We do it in under 24 hours without writing, guaranteed. Very cool. Now, let me Let's back. I was, um, this all started back in 1990 when I got married to my wife, Jill. We've been married uh, now 33 years. We have Good four job. kids. Yeah, thank you. Four kids, two biological sons, two adopted daughters. We did foster care for about eight years. Oh, wow. About 25 kids. That's and- always been one of my things. Like, seriously, huge. Yeah. Huge. Oh, I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I love it. It was great for us, great for them. And I, we, got nice. our first, we got our daughters from foster care. They were our first and our last kids. So, oh my gosh. Um, so back in 90, when my wife and I got married, we, um, Jill and I are complete opposites. Our first five years were like this. <laughs> Gotta love it. Good job. So, um, <laughs> what were you thinking? No. <laughs> we, yeah, seriously. We both grew up in church, but nobody ever taught us how to be married. Okay. Um, I'm a follower of Christ, but just reading the Bible wasn't. Any, just, yeah, they don't teach you how to do how to get along with other human beings. Totally. They don't. So, um, first five years was really a struggle for us. We went to a marriage conference after five years called Family Life Marriage Weekend to Remember as part of Campus Crusade for Christ. Sat through a weekend conference and they showed us God's blueprints for marriage. Aaron, I did not know God had blueprints for marriage. It would have been nice so, to know years before. <laughs> it's like, duh. So we got the blueprints. We applied them. Our marriage started growing. It was awesome. In the 90s, I was selling Christian radio in, in okay. Indiana. After two years, I realized nobody wants to buy Christian radio. What they want is to sell their products and services. So I had to make a decision, Aaron. I had to become either really good at selling or really good at marketing. So I chose marketing and I, <laughs> I bought the books. I went to the conferences. I followed the gurus. I learned how to do marketing for small business owners. My business grew through the nineties. It was great. At the end of the nineties, um, God led us out of the, out of the uh, radio station to a startup.com back in the days when Amazon was just getting started. You remember William Shatner on the radio? World's I, largest I am of the age. I, I was in the commercial real estate business during the dot-com boom. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> totally <right>. get it. <laughs> so when William's on the radio talking about Amazon and all this stuff, I'm selling banner ads and websites to car dealerships and, and hospitals who don't know anything about the internet. Well, that company started by some friends of mine. It was ahead of its time, which means it went bankrupt. And so after two That's years, I'm standing, <laughs> I'm standing in my in my living room looking up at the ceiling going, God, what am I supposed to do now? And he spoke to my heart. He said, Michael, I want you in a ministry to families and I want you at family life, that ministry that changed our marriage, right? 
So the, we were missionaries, so we had to raise our support. It took us two years to do that. We moved from Indiana down to Little Rock, Arkansas, which is where okay. their world headquarters was. I thought I'd hit nirvana. Why would I ever do anything other than help people build godly marriages? Wow. So I served there. I climbed the corporate ladder. Six years later, I'm on the leadership team doing great things. Then they start going through corporate reorganizations. And after the third reorganizational chart was rolled out, Aaron, my name's not on the leadership team anymore. And so they start shuffling me around the ministry to do whatever. And that began a two-year prison term for me. A job <laughs> that I hated. Oh, so after two years, I had had enough. I talked to my wife. I prayed to God. I said, I, I got to get out of this place. And God says, what do you want to do? I said, I want to go help small business owners with marketing because they hate it and I love it. And he said, go. So on January 1st of 2013, I escaped from prison. And I, I left ministry and I, and I started a marketing consulting firm. I had a client. I helped him break through some barriers. He'd refer me to you, Aaron. I'd, I'd call you and set an appointment. I'd come talk to you. I'd say, Aaron, I can help you grow your business. We'd have a great conversation. And then you, you'd say, Michael, what, what else have you done? Who else have you helped in the last few years? And i say, well, I've helped build marriages and families at Family Life. And you'd say, that's honorable, Michael. Way to go. What oh, does look it at, have to do with the time? Yeah, I've got to me. Usher me out the door. In terms of social proof, not exactly in alignment. <laughs> Nada. No credibility, right? And so I went to my church one day and paced the hallways. I said, God, how do I help Aaron? Because I know I can. And he gave me the ideas. He said, take all of your marketing ideas and strategies and put them in a book. And so I did. I wrote my first book on marketing back in 2013. Nice. Then I would call you, set an appointment. I mail a copy of my book to you. A week later, I'd walk into your office and there it was. My book was on your desk, dog-eared, highlighted, and underlined because you read my book. And in that meeting, Aaron, you'd say, now, Michael, in your book, you said, how do you help me do that? And you'd hire me. And the next person, I started gaining clients. And I thought, wow, this is really a great marketing strategy. Why don't business owners do this? Well, and I don't know if you've written your book here or not, but it's challenging because there's so much to do. So right. I went back to my church, built a spreadsheet, listed everything required to create my book. book. And yeah. I built a system to eliminate the challenges and created my company, which is now Paperback Expert where we work with business owners across the nation to help them create their book without writing a word. We make them an Amazon bestselling author. And then we teach them marketing systems and strategies that authors should use to build trust so they'll convert clients and grow their revenue. Short story. No, no ups and downs whatsoever. <laughs> At all. No, I've only reinvented this business about a dozen times since 20. Right. It's the iteration. So, okay. So questions for you. In no particular order. There you go. Um, is this a version where it is their content? Is it white-labeled content? Is it AI content? Is it a mixture of all of that? Great question. It's the first one. It's completely their content. I so love, have a I'm staff of writers. Excited that you said that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, we have a staff of writers and we actually, once we get your title and in your, your book blueprint done, we know what direction it's going and what your core message is. One of my writers comes to the table and through Zoom interviews, yeah. we ask you questions because Aaron, you're an expert at what you do. You just don't want to spend the time writing, right? Here's my, here's one of my phrases. Everybody wants to be an author. Nobody wants to write a book. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's so true. And I, I teach that as well. When I teach thought leader content creation, you Gotta, it has to be your original thought. 
Yeah. You don't have to write every word. Oh, heavens. I don't, I can't tell you. And I don't know this for a fact. I don't know the last book that Tony Robbins actually wrote. He's a speaker. He's a thought leader. People take it, record it. They do the work. He approves it. He approves it. It's got to come back to you. And, And I love that process. It's the way we do a lot of my content is I record 15 minutes a week on a live stream so that it's my Absolutely. thoughts and my energy and my feeling and my emotion and all my things and personality. And then the people who are great with that yeah. can go and turn it into the things it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me jump off one more thing. It's also your voice. Yes. Because when I hear you like this, and then I read something that you have spoken I hear the same Aaron, but if you sit down and type and write it, you're using a different part of your brain. And it's totally. that was a big problem I had. So I have a journalism degree mm-hmm. and I have an MBA in marketing. And so when I first became an entrepreneur, it was so funny. Like the first time I went to have some videos done, I wrote my little scripts for him to put on the teleprompter. And he, the, the feedback I got was, these are the most incredibly written, horrible for video scripts. <laughs> because just like you said, it was how I write, which is very formal, not how I speak, which is monumentally clipped and informal. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's why we created our speak to write process is to really capture the the voice of the author. And if, if in your normal course of business, you, you say ain't a lot. Guess what's going to be in your book? Right. Exactly. So all of that. So so there's so much more than just I'm a book publisher. Yes, I do it. But I'm a marketing strategist who understands how to elevate your credibility and connect with your audience through the pages of your book. That's that's the magic formula. Absolutely. Because it really is a credential, like no matter how virtual, how video heavy our world gets, no matter how limited attention span. Thank you, TikTok. Um, there's no credential like a book. There's not. And, and part of the reason there, honestly, is the barrier to entry is so high. Mm. I can do a TikTok video really quick. I can do a video series really quick. I can do podcasts really quick. It's hard to do a great quality a book. a lot of thought that has to go into yeah. that. There, there really is. And I think, the, I think our audience, the general public, understands that and that's why authors get that look and you know the head big you're a best-selling author really i hope you're enjoying this episode of the ready yet podcast brought to you by conquer your business with decades of experience conquer your business creates business and branding strategies that build multiple six and seven figure businesses and we don't just show you what to do we have an entire team of people available to help you do it strategy and implementation You can learn more and reach out to us by visiting conqueryourbusiness.com. So what are you seeing here? I'm going to flip it around for you a little bit because I've talked, you know, I talk to a good 20 business owners a week and it's not, hey, how are you? It's what's working, what's not working. It's it's all the, the things, right? What are you seeing that everyone agrees the market has changed kind of across the board? Things are different now than they were a year ago, two years ago. What are you seeing not working anymore? Not working? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the um the same old trait. All right, so we you can you, be very opinionated. Good, I love it. Just have at it. When 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 you, I can't tell you how many 
emails and LinkedIn requests I get or whatever, not, not requests, but sales yeah. pitches because somebody just graduated from somebody's course along with about 40 other people. And they and all do it at the same time. And there's no personalization and it's going for the sale so fast. I got an email today. And it's like, I just want to help you. It's like, I don't even know who you are. Wait, have you looked at my profile? I don't need that help. Like, right. have you even looked? Yeah, I, I get I get emails all the time saying, we can help you increase your financial, but your your finance business. By, and I'm like, no, no, I help financial people. <laughs> right I'm not, a, but they're not doing that. So they're using AI and other systems. Autobots. So there's no personal touch, okay? I'm highly personal touch. And I I do Loom videos to mm. touch with my audience because this is how I communicate. Right. If, if I write 100 emails, I actually Loom 99 of them. Honestly, I don't- Well, and for someone like you and me, I think it's important for the energy to come through. And I'm, I'm really glad you said that because that's a tactic that I have found is working better and better and better Ooh. using D, not just typing the DMs to so go back to what you said before, but using audio and video so that your energy and your emotion and your voice and your essence Hold comes it. through, not Hold just- because I mean, we people buy because they know, like, and trust you, right? Here's here's my phrase: people buy you more than what you do, right? Okay? Totally. So why are we not leading with you? <laughs> so it's 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 all of those trite little tactics that don't work. What you need to do is delay the sale. And build confidence and credibility through relationships and realize that that alone is going to separate you in a very crowded market because nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. And I love that you're saying this because one of the things that I rally against is what I call Insta tactics. Here, just do this one thing. And in the yeah. world of books you will often see them positioned as Insta tactics. So I love that coming from somebody who could produce such an output in 24 hours, you're not saying this overrides, negates, and diminishes the real strategies involved no. of relationship building. Like, right. I, can this please come through any clearer? That's right. Yeah. Because normally chapter one of your book is your story. Okay. Let me give it, let me give an example. This is one of my favorite examples. I've got dozens of them, but this, um, so I think most business owners, Aaron, are, are what I call coffee beans. Okay. I, I love coffee, but if you pour coffee beans on the table in front of you, they all look the same and smell the same. And in marketing, in business, if you look like and sound like all of your competitors, you're a coffee bean. You're not giving me a reason to choose you. So a few years ago, I had a, a coffee bean come to me and he's a home inspector. Okay. Do you remember the name of the home inspector you used for your house? Yeah. Nobody else no. does. Either. And we, and it wasn't even, it was only a few months ago. And I, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I spent four hours with him. Who cares? <laughs> so how many referrals is he getting from you? Right. Yeah, right. So this guy comes to me and he's like, Michael, I'm a competitive market. I want to be an Amazon bestselling author. And I want to do some great things. I said, awesome. So we started talking to him. I said, what do you, what do you do for like fun nights, weekends, whatever? And he said, well, on weekends, I'm a high school football referee. And he started telling me about his team and what he does and how there's refereeing football is just like inspecting homes because you got rules and flags and flags. I thought, really? Have you ever told anybody that? He's like, no. So we created his book, Aaron. It was, it's, I, I love it. it. So it's the official guide to home inspections. There you go. Perfect. And 
we branded him as Chris Perry, America's home inspection referee. Love it. Now, when he goes up to the realtor's offices to get business, he's in his uniform, his referee uniform with his whistle on his hat. When he goes to inspect your house and he finds a problem, he puts a yellow flag on it, right? We just tied this all together. Here's my contention, Aaron. Every business owner listening to this has a story to tell that they aren't telling that's going to bond you with your ideal audience and cause them to remember you and hire you. And it's about differentiating and not with shtick, but with legitimate story and so that they get to know, like, and trust you. I say video hacks, know, like, and trust. And I laugh because we spend all this time and effort and energy cultivating our social media content. And for years, I volunteered on Friday at an animal rescue. And so again, time, money, and energy, photo shoots, paying people, nobody cares. One disgusting picture of me in the possum cage, every, right? That's what everybody wants to see. They yeah. want to see, they want to see me on Friday mornings, opening the doors and letting the du- baby ducks run to the pond. Yeah. They want to see the squirrels jumping all over me as I'm trying to feed them, right? Nobody cares. Like, that's what they want. Right. That's right. It really is because I can relate to that. If I, if I went out to coffee with you, we'd be asking about background and stories and family and why do you live where you live and who do you know? And I'd be finding those common grounds because that's what connects us. People, humans connect through storytelling. Then we would talk about what you do and how you do it. But too many times it's backwards in business and it's like, stop doing that. And I think people, it's just like, I got to have the business today. Well, that comes through. It, right, exactly. And right, if you're not leading from inspiration, you're leading from desperation, right? Absolutely. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Yeah. And I think it's a scarcity mindset. I think it's too many people been taught the wrong things. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and most of the marketing tactics and tips and all of that that are out there, the, the courses and all that are, they, they put it on, they, they put a, a face on it, but it's get rich quick. Get rich quick. Right. How can you, how can you, I can get you 32 qualified client or prospects this month. Guaranteed. Yeah. Right. Shut up. (laughs) So it's, it's taking the long view of marketing business. Are you going to be here in, in three years? Are you going to be here in 30 years? Business is a long game. Business. I used to, so when I was in corporate, um, I was in uh, long-term care insurance industry. Mm-hmm. And so we would see people come in and out and you could tell the difference between a company that was a public company with the decision makers were being driven by quarterly, yep. right? The quarterly numbers or the mutual companies, right? You can just tell in the way that they did what they yep. did. Are they playing a short game or are you playing a long game? That's right. Yeah. And and if you're playing a short game, you're in trouble because it's going to it's going to backfire on you. Yeah. So let's flip the script. What I I mean, I've above and beyond the obvious of what you're seeing is working. Yeah. Relationships. hundred yeah. percent. Credentials. Yep. And in in relationships and in doing things, doing unexpected things. So here's what's gonna happen. You don't know this yet. After this podcast, you're going to get a Loom video from me. Go right? figure. Go figure. And and and, and I'm Wait, going follow, to get... Wait, I'm sorry. You're going to follow up and actually talk to me. Can you believe it? Can you imagine what would happen? I'm going to, at the end of this, I'm going to get your, your physical mailing address because I'm old fashioned. I actually write handwritten thank yous to people who have me on their podcast. <laughs> and Aaron, you don't know this, but I'm going to blow the surprise. You're going to get a wonderful little candy um box in the mail from me. Now, 
you're going to have three, at least three touches from me, multimedia, online, offline. And you know what? In about two to three weeks, if you don't love me now, you're going to love me then. <laughs> but but let me let me t- let me say something. All of that is based on systems that we've created in our business that function every, I don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it. And it's, I call it personalized automation. I love it. I I call it personalized automation because you can personalize it, but it's a process that happens automatically. So I have one woman I've become friends with through the same way I've met you. We're on each other's podcasts. I don't even know how we met each other. Somehow I make a comment on one of her LinkedIn posts. And the next thing you know, she's your guy, this won't land, but she's sending me color street nail strips in the mail. Yeah. Because she saw me like something she said about them. And I went, oh my God, me too. And the next thing you know, I had it. Yeah. Like it's not hard. It is not. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing why this works and when it doesn't work. This type of attention to prospecting and relationship building doesn't work when you sell $47 things. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You can't do it if no. the only thing on the other end is a possible $47 client. That's right. Yeah. You got to know your market. You got to know your business and all of that. But when, when you're selling high value, high trust, high ticket items, right. um, th- it works amazingly and well. it's so much more fun. Like, isn't it more fun to get to people, good to work with people you like yeah. and who like you, and we already know we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And not only is it more fun, but it helps you get over the bumps if, if, and when they happen, because they do happen, they do happen. but because you have the trust and things, everybody knows you're not an evil willed woman. Right. Can we give oh. each other the benefit of the doubt? Cause things happen and we know we like each other. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's fix so- it and go on. And it's like treating people like they're they're your client way before they're ever your client. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So many times we, we, we say we want to, we want to get a client to make a sale. And I think it's just backwards. We need to make a sale to gain a client that I'm going to protect and serve for years. Whether you do business with me for years or not, I'm always here. Right. Right. And one of the things I learned early on was a raving fan is a lot more valuable than a client. Absolutely. Oh yeah, because they tell everybody. Everybody. Yeah, and and they you know, in business, everybody. Talk, I I ask people all the time, business owners. You know, do you like referrals? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a strategy for referrals? Mm-mm. Well, you know, everybody talks about me. Yeah, a book is a great way because you can you can seed referrals through the selling process after the selling process with centers of influence. There's so many ways to use a book, but you could do the same with videos and gifting. It's just, it's a strategy though, that plays to that is I want raving fans who send me their friends, neighbors, relatives, business associates, church members. Oh, there's five. I just expanded my influence five times, Aaron. Yeah. For a little bit of thinking, maybe a little bit of money. Right. Networking, not prospecting. Absolutely. Giving, giving, giving. So. Love it. So if people want to continue this conversation with you, learn more about you, how you help people, all of the very cool things, what is the easiest way for them to find you? Paperbackexpert.com. Good job on grabbing that one. Thank you. Yeah. Good job on grabbing that one. (laughs) Yeah. That's the hub of all things, Michael. We've got all kinds of free trainings, information, videos, whatever you need, paperbackexpert.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your ideas and your enthusiasm on the same way. You are welcome. It's been so much fun. It is fun. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. It's been a great time. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice. Leaving us a review and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about. See you next time.